Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to One Life Left, Britain's radio show about <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll never take that away from us, will they? Well, until they ban yeah. us from the radio. For the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games, going to be playing the best in chiptune music. We will have a couple of features uh, contributed by listeners and our stars as well. Uh, and all of these things are to do with video games in some tenuous way, as are we. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. How are you doing, Steve? Uh, I'm having a trying, trying week you, so far. You sound a little sleepy. I'm not sleepy. I'm measured. Okay. Uh, What's up? Uh, you know, just uh, just life and everyone being hateful. <laughs> but apart from that, not you know, not much. Oh. Uh, no, I'm okay. I had a nice weekend. Uh, had a tiring weekend. I saw you on Saturday. You did, uh, and uh, I saw you, and I saw Anne. Yeah. Uh, she good. She exactly. didn't see us though. No. Nope. Exactly. Uh, yes, that was good. How was your week, Anne? Um, it was good. Uh, I was just thinking I haven't listened to the theme tune in the cans for a while. <laughs> There's a really nice little bit in it. Is mm. there which bit? Right? Yeah. Mm, good. Okay. I really enjoyed that. You should uh, wear cans more often. Yeah, I will. Uh, Simon, how was your week? Pretty good. Pretty good. CX Factor? Yeah. <sighs> Did I? Thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty sad Diva Fever have gone. They brought a bit of energy to the whole show. A mm. bit of fun. A bit, a bit of danger a as well. Da- yeah, definitely. Uh, more, more than Matt does. Yeah. I'm going to call somebody now. Okay. I'm bored of listening to you. I'm going to do something else. Imagine how our listeners feel. Have some <laughs> empathy, Simon. Let me know how that, yeah, let's know how that goes. of October, I'm Anne Scantbury and this is the news. Blizzard is playing hardball with StarCraft 2 hackers. Not only is it banning anyone using a hack, but it's taking the hack makers to court. A lawsuit has been filed against three perpetrators, two Canadians and one Peruvian. Blizzard says the hacks are causing a loss of sales and are destroying the online game experience. Blizzard, tough on the hackers, tough on the causes of hackers. Um, I'm not surprised they've gone after them. It's big business, isn't it, uh, Blizzard Games? What, 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 uh, what were the hacks? Just do, doing... S- do better. Right, do cheating. Cheating. Cheating I assume, I'm, I'm guessing that they were either for... Well, I'm guessing they're for StarCraft, which is the, uh, the big competition one where there's a lot of money to be made. But that, was, uh, f- that was featured as part of Anne's news, actually. StarCraft 2. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> 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 Uh, do you want to guess at the publisher that's going after the hackers <laughs> as well? Uh, I don't know, but I've got a strong feeling that w- there was a Peruvian involved. <laughs> there was a Peruvian. Uh, yeah, it's, but it's unusual for, um, the, 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 for a publisher to go take hack- a game hacker to court, is it, Anne? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. Which is surprising, which is why I included it as the top story. Literally news. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit weird because hackers, I guess, are, are kind of faceless usually, and they've. And now we know, well, now we need to at least know their nationalities. Canadians and Peruvians, Peruvians. <laughs> criminals. You know, the last weird news I heard involving Peru was um, was that there were bandits on a highway that were kidnapping people and melting them down to use their fat in soap. That's what a yeah a policeman had, had found found out about this and he busted one of them. Anyway, it turns out the policeman had been making it up. Yeah, I'd have to say this is probably an easier way to get soap, isn't there? Mm, uh, you could buy it at um, uh, Lush. <laughs> I mean, other soap shops are available, obviously. No, no they aren't. Namco Bandai has removed a picture created to celebrate the rescue of the trapped Chilean miners after it was deemed inappropriate. The image posted on its Twitter feed featured a welcome back message from Mr. Driller. Excellent work. Namco Bandai has since offered an apology and branded the gesture inexcusable, although probably not as inexcusable as failing to offer Mr. Driller his help from the beginning, right? That is brilliant. I didn't know that. that. Excellent. That's true. What the, I don't get why that's inappropriate. Mr. Driller's a happy yeah. chap. And one of his fellow drillers did something brilliant. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. There aren't many times when Mr. Driller can cash in on a wave no. of drill-related publicity, is there? The Are there? Euro Tunnel? We- well, the Swiss one. More yeah, appropriately, yeah, yeah. it was just the bit. I think it's the longest tunnel in it, the world. It will is be. It? Yeah. yeah. When, the what Alps. do you mean it will be? When it's when it's properly opened. But surely it is now. Yeah. If so- it's completed, then it's a tunnel. No, but can, can you go through it? No, no, no you can't. You can go through it. People can. If we it, can't. We can't. Yeah. That's true. Oh. Or can we? Yeah. Where's Mr. Driller? You're a quarter him? Swiss. I am. We can you get us in? Yeah, of course. We learned that the weekend, didn't we? Uh, so which which um, which Namco did this? Which territory? Japan. Was it? Maybe. Yeah. Well, no, but the message was written in Spanish, not Chilean, because Chilean isn't a language. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. And it said, Bienvenido, uh, Los Menores. Yeah, and, you know, welcome back. You've got a few uh, a few episodes of One Life Left to catch up yeah. on, haven't you? Why, why did you make Simon and I have that blood test at the weekend? <laughs> Sega has admitted that recent Sonic games have been designed to appeal to Mario fans. Speaking to, to IGN, Nintendo's Takashi Izuka said, From a general game design perspective, in recent years we've been able to introduce Sonic to new fans, a lot of the Nintendo Mario fans, and because of that we've made changes to the design. Rumour has it Nintendogs is to be redesigned to attract Street Fighter fans. <laughs> Sonic or Mario? Mario. But they're both together now. Choose. Mario. Mm. It's three out of three. Mario for me as well. Interesting. I think maybe that's because, and I don't... Well, okay, I'm going to be the one to say this. Mario was a better game. (gasps) (gasps) Are you trolling? Mario was a better game. It's always been a better video game than Sonic. Sonic was showy and pretty and nice, and it was fun. It wasn't bad but it wasn't as good as Mario. And plus, there was that Mario picture about the Chilean miners, wasn't there? Did you see that one? Oh, because one of them looks like Mario. Uh, no, uh, that's, that's a racist comment. That's a bit comment, racist. No, it? it's, it's not. a bit racist. Somebody else said it. First she did the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, it was, um, it was a screenshot, wasn't it, of a very long oh. pipe type thing. Oh. Yeah. No, but one of them did have a moustache. <laughs> Yeah, and none of them had. They came up with blue spikes, did they? Sadly. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So Sega copied some of Mario's design because Mario's a better game, and they recognised it too. Finally owned which is it. Fine. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm not saying Sonic's bad. I no. mean, it has been bad recently, but it wasn't at the time. Sonic One was good. Sonic Tuesday. Remember that? That was great. Can't really remember Sonic Three. Was that with Knuckles? Don't know. Sonic 4 has just come out. Right. People don't like it. And, and so which games have been pulled from the shops? I that, don't know. That was in hands. Sonic the Werewolf Sonic. <laughs> that one. No, I bet it well, has it. Sonic, was Sonic, Sonic Twilight. Yeah, Sonic, you know, Jacob from Twilight. Was he a werewolf? He was in Sonic. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, he was Taylor Lautner. He was in Mario. He was in Sonic. Taylor Lautner, the last Sonic, was half Twilight. I'm serious. You look like you're not serious. <laughs> I always look like that's my face. <laughs> Fine, well, look it up. Formula One driver Tony Liuzzi is hoping to do some A-grade prep work for the upcoming Korean Grand Prix by playing F1 
2010. Writing on his ESPN blog, he said, This week I'm going to do a day in the simulator to get to know the Korean circuit. It'll be the first feeling I get for the new circuit, but I'm also planning to buy the new F1 2010 computer game to get a bit a bit more practice in. The DVLA is looking into whether racing games will be a viable replacement for driving lessons and tests. Fingers crossed. Are they? Or was that a joke? That was a joke. Okay. Yeah, because you didn't look like you meant it. Your no. face doesn't say humour to me. Doesn't say human. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Come back. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so um, that was just an advert for F1 then on it. Yes. Right, so why did he say that he's thinking about going and buying it? I would have thought he'd have got it for free. Yeah, or, you know, why hasn't he bought it already? Mate, wait a second. Presu- presumably he's just angling for a copy. Right. Like mm-hmm. we might do if we said, for example... Can I have a copy of Enslaved? No, you don't say it like that. I'm thinking about buying Enslaved. I'm no, thinking because, about... No, what do you want... What do they do in Enslaved? Um, I, I only played the demo of it. Right, but what do they do in it? They fight things. I'm really thinking of getting into fighting, right. and I'd really like to practice on a video game. Please, I wonder if there's any out. Please, can you say No, but you've got to mention Enslaved. You've got to say, I'm thinking of buying Enslaved, because then the PR, as you should know, mm-hmm. will go, oh, now I can see a way of getting my claws into this. <laughs> yeah, but we've, but, but we've tried that. I'm now. thinking of buying a house. Are you? No. Think of buying... Spain. Lady. <laughs> I'm not thinking that would be illegal. Is it? And, and immoral. It shouldn't matter if it's illegal, it's not right. It's definitely immoral. I don't... Is it illegal? To buy a lady. Maybe people can write in. And... It is illegal. Sorry, I just thought it's illegal. Okay. <laughs> Even so, write in, um, team at onelifelife.com, and name your price. Exactly. <laughs> Some dude who goes by the gamertag Stallion83 has reached a game score of half a million. He describes himself as an achievement junkie who's been chasing achievement points since 2006. He hopes to be the first person to reach a gamer score of a million, so expect a similar news story to come in 2014. It will definitely have the same last line. Stallion by name, and that's probably it. This is a bit like the uh, plot of George Clooney vehicle up in the air, isn't it? I've not seen that, but what happens in that? Does he play video games for cheap yep. points? And he's called Stallion. Right. Uh, no, he tries to accrue air miles. Oh, okay. Does he? Yeah, and he becomes the... Spoiler. Right. Turn your radio down for the next five seconds, <laughs> starting now. He quickly... He gets the million miles before anyone else... Right, that's what's that five seconds. Whoa. What a shocker! Whoa, there we go. Uh, yeah, so that happens in that, and so maybe Stallion's going for the same. He gets, you know, gets the same. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is I'll, he, I'll cut that bit. It, out. He was was he awarded with a, a Guinness World Record type thing? Yeah, because he's the highest scorer in the world currently. No, so nobody can beat him, and he's like, well. I'm going for the millions. So. Whatever, yeah. All you lot better give up now. Of course, they've uh, banned a lot of people recently, haven't they, for hacking gamer scores and things? Have they? I'm not saying. I'm not saying Stallion did it. Uh, I, in no. fact, I'm saying the opposite of that. You're saying, saying he, he might have done it. Saying he didn't do it. We, we're just saying suspicious. Definitely. Well, of course, it's suspicious. It's a. You don't. You know, if someone wins the hundred meters in a world record time, they're on drugs. No, they're not on <laughs> oh, drugs. Sorry. <laughs> You test them for drugs. Okay. I'm not saying we should test Stallion for drugs. <laughs> we should, you know, check that everything's above board, because then we can all celebrate, and we can have Stallion Day. <laughs> what do you do on Stallion Day? Uh, just try and gain the most achievement points. I don't know how you'd do that. What, in life? Yeah. Yeah. Just go around high-fiving people. Uh, yeah. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Barry, Barry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It's a video game radio show that sometimes talks about video games. We used to be award winning. <laughs> they can never take that away from us. We will always have been award winning. No, no, we don't. I think that's the wrong tense. As well. no, we not. are. We are just award winning. We yeah. We haven't been. Well, we have been award winning, but we continue we to be, be award winners. Yes, we are award In winners, but currently not award holders. We are no longer the UK's best games broadcast listeners. How do you feel about Why that? Why are you listening? <laughs> yeah, go over to IGN, whatever that is. For mm. three minutes. Mm. For three minutes. Uh, we were beaten by the brilliant John Blythe. Yeah, well done, John. Uh, and his uh, three-minute segment, three, yeah. The Blythe Report. Three, three minutes worth. Three minutes worth. Which, you'll have noticed from our positioning of that segment, leaves another 57 minutes. Mm. Mm worth fighting for so we're 57 minutes <laughs> of the best uh, John John thanked us on stage he didn't did, he? he yes did. wasn't the only one to thank us on stage but the Guardian did well we'll come to that Eurogamer Eurogamer Brammers yeah, love Brammers lovely Brammers he said brilliant yeah uh, um Rock Paper Shotgun, yeah, they thanked the lovely us lovely Rock Paper Shotgun Kieran Gillen said big thanks to One Life Left yeah couldn't have done it without you that's right don't he know whether he said it. that but he couldn't have done it <laughs> Uh, and yeah, The Guardian, who did thank us. The Guardian, well, that's difficult. The Guardian thanked us for a moment, didn't they? They did, yeah, we were grateful for their thanks. Yeah. For a moment. Keith Stewart stepped up there. Lovely Keith. S- lovely Keith, he said. Big thanks to One Life Left. Yeah, we went cheers. Thanks to One Life Left. We, we cheered. We, we weren't cheering ourselves, we weren't cheering our name. We're not that egotistical. Oh, I was. <laughs> okay, well... To be on message, we oh, yeah. weren't cheering we our weren't name. Cheering we were just cheering Keith yeah. because deserving winning. Absolutely, yeah. Fourth year in a row or something. Fourth year in a row for Keith. Yeah. And then something unsavoury happened, didn't well, it? It was. It did spoil the tone, I think. Somebody from The it Guardian had clearly been I didn't, I didn't recognise who it was. Steve Boxer. Oh, really? Yeah. I, who's that? I don't, I don't know of him. Oh, right. We're doing it like that, are we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Steve who? Steve who? What? Yeah. Because I thought The Guardian was Keith. Funny looking thing. Pretty much is Keith, isn't it? It's Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Steve Boxer stepped up and said, um. Well, something we can't repeat. Actually. We, we actually can't <laughs> repeat all of it. We can repeat some of the words. Yeah, he said, We're not Funny. something thanking one life left. What happened next? We booed. Well. I shouted, You can't oh, take yeah. it back. <laughs> Heckling. Which he can't do. He, he right. can't. He tried to. Yeah. He can't do. So um, uh, He just ended up embarrassing himself by thanking us twice. Mm. <laughs> Talking of thanking us twice, uh, John Blythe, aforementioned winner of um, yes. Best Broadcast, also thanked us when he was uh, Best Writer Online as well. So that means of the ten awards that night, we were thanked in five of them. Excellent, which essentially makes us... Winners. Well, I don't a, a bit pathetic for grovelling <laughs> to everybody saying, can you thank us? Uh, but we will definitely, definitely try and beat that record next year, won't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much to everyone uh, who we saw on that. But, well, first of all, apologies. To everyone. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, but thank you to, so much to everyone we saw on that night. Everyone was very, very kind. Uh, thank you for, you know, inviting night. us yeah, as well. We had a lovely, had a lovely great time. time. I, 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 I only had to apologise twice. No, I, so I, I only had to check whether I had to apologise twice <laughs> afterwards. So I like, yeah, do I need to apologise? Um, but apparently not. Yeah. See, I did that on Twitter. So you sent out a mass tweet. Oh, did you write? Just, just generally, um, apologies. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry for that. Uh, we had a good time. Got some. Got, we had some booze. Uh, we did. I, I did some singing. You did. You didn't did do you? some singing. Oh, it's on the internet. It's no, it's not on the internet oh. because it's so bad. Really? Did they not? So no, I told them not to put it on mm. there. But um, yeah, I well. Not that I've seen it. I got two lines into it, and my toes were almost snapping from curling with embarrassment. Um, yeah, it was horrible. I enjoyed it. Yeah. There's not many times I can say that about Muse. That's true. Um, I knew when, when, uh, when I was singing it that it wasn't going well. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I won't be doing that song again. And, uh, and you did, you performed that, that song in front of uh, Capcom's PR representatives as well. Yep. Uh, Daria. Be interested, no way you're going with and us. Yeah, and Leo Tan. Your new enemy, Leo Tan. Oh, yeah. What happened? Leo yeah. confessed that he didn't vote for oh, One Life yeah, Left. that's right, he did, He voted he? for the Blythe Report, and we lost by one vote. One yes. vote. One vote. Yeah, 
his former friend of the show, were speculating that we lost by one vote. Well, we, we, we lost. And it could have been by one yeah. vote. So we're going to have Leo on the show. Are we? You invited him on. Yeah, Maybe you've been drinking. <laughs> You know, it's happened to me a lot recently. Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, invite him on, and uh, you Shout said it. he would have to. Uh, Did I have, have to account for his behaviour? <laughs> with his, your exact words. You booked him in. Did you I? might want to check those dates to see whether you uh, wow. haven't booked anyone else in. Anyway, sorry, I should have mentioned uh, previously to that. That was a song called "Getting Melodies Out of My Head" by Phantom MK. Um, should we have another song now, or should we have Derek? You can choose. Oh, I was just. I was just. Being angry about Leo Tam. You can do that off air. Right, yeah. I think what, what do you want? I'll be happy to. Derek. 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 Okay. This is uh, Derek Williams, Free Market Economy. Word of mouth can still be most effective advertising. Look at Minecraft, for example. I've never seen any adverts for the game, and it looks incredibly basic. Like something from many, many years ago. Yet the word of mouth on the net has seen its success rise in an incredible fashion. After finally caving into peer pressure and having a proper look at the game, even tight-fisted old me has succumbed. So what point am I making? I'm not entirely sure. Seems to be largely if you're making an interesting and a good game, then it's got a good chance of doing well if people start talking about it. I think it's pretty great Minecraft is doing well because it's the sort of game which inspires people to tell stories of their adventures and for people to share their worlds and creations. It's not about conflict, though there are monsters to kill or avoid. It's largely about being creative. So maybe that's what I'm saying. If you're creating a game, maybe think of how it can allow players to tell of their exploits and invite others to share in the experience. The influence of the blogosphere, forums and Twitter shouldn't be ignored. You know what they say, an experience shared is an experience shared or something. In other exciting news, the music for this FME was created using Nano Studio on my iPod Touch. I'm Derek Williams, and the influence of my free market economy should not be ignored. Probably.
there. <laughs> I don't have any more. No? I've run out of knock-knock jokes. Okay. We were sent uh, this joke. Well, it wasn't. This isn't a joke, actually. It's just, it's it's an outline. Um, and it's sent to you, Hoi Miss Anne. For your Hello. comedic routine, why not launch into a five-minute rant about how Lara Croft couldn't possibly do all the things she does with her with breasts that big? You could blo- use blooms to demonstrate the point. I think that's insulting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't do anything. Uh, trust me, the room will be full of men. It's a winner, says um, Outer Spaceman, being 52. You know what's funny about that? I actually didn't read the bit that that was... I didn't think that was just stressed to Anne. I actually thought he was thinking of me and you, yeah, no, which absolutely. does sound genuinely funny. It does sound funny, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, she wouldn't be able to... Um... Blow up the balloons. <laughs> well, because... <laughs> so, yes, uh, thank you for all your jokes that you've been sending in um, as we build towards the car crash, which will be this Saturday and then the following Wednesday. I'm so... excited. Are you? Uh... You've, you've, you've changed your tune, haven't you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. No, I mean, but when we first um, suggested this idea, you were dead against it, and now... I'm excited because... Bill Hicks over there. Okay. I'm excited because it's a room full of our friends who have essentially gathered to pay attention to us. <laughs> no, but that's only on Saturday. When we get up to Nottingham, we don't know any of anyone. Yeah. And I was only talking about Saturday. Right. Oh, okay. I'm excited about Saturday. Have you explained what this is we're talking about? We are talking about One Laugh Left, which is um, our project this year for uh, Nottingham Game City. Uh, the world's best love games festival, I believe. They yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. um, they Can we call sense. ourselves the world's best loved games radio show? No, that's John Blythe. Oh. He doesn't go out on radio. Three minutes. Uh, so, yes, we are doing a night of video game stand-up, which has got three actual comics and three idiots, um, i.e. us, uh, between those actual comics, doing um, our first ever uh, stand-up routine. We're trying it out on Saturday amongst um, invited guests, and when we say invited, we mean just you know people who listened to the show and said that they wanted to come. That's an invite of sort, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. They're not paying for it. We'll charge no, them. No, we but, are. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Saturday and then uh, the following Wednesday. And this is, is this our last show before Nottingham? I think it might be. So we may have a week off next week. So the next time you hear our voices, we'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> we will have died. Died on stage. Least. Yeah. Uh, that was, by the way, Synthetizer. Keep going until you get it right. Synthetizer by Mark van der Heuvel. Right. Heuvel. Yeah. Uh, and was brilliant. Obviously, sorry for butchering the name there. Uh, are we doing letters now, is it? Yeah. All right. I will start that in five. Four. Three. Two. One. No. We had quite a lot of letters over the last week, didn't we? We have, yeah, just sifting through them now. Um, (laughs) 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 Good, because very timely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll start um, with Anne's STD's trick missed. Always. What What is a trick missed there? What what an inviting (laughs) subject. Uh, this is from John, uh, John Mann. We've had letters from John Mann before, haven't we? we? Have. That's probably why he's so familiar. <laughs> feels so comfortable sending us a letter about Anne's STDs. Team, he addresses us. You've clearly burnt out part of your brain, the one that makes comedy, the bit that makes comedy. Otherwise, you would have realised that the Anne's STDs feature should really following, follow the naming convention set by Anne Art and Anne Fiction and be renamed Anne I don't like where that's going. Doesn't sound healthy, does it? I've been tested. It would, of course, require Steve to participate too. I I envision the feature working a little like the game of Mornington Crescent, except with hideous diseases of the underpants (laughs) instead of tube stations. Cheers, John Mann. Cheers, John Mann. I've nothing to hide. Do you? When was the last time you were tested? Can you? What do you think the blood test was for at the weekend? Um, cloning, I was hoping for. Pete, uh, Ben Hall writes in, he said, Hello team, plus a super special guest. We should come on to the... Um, well, we don't have a super special guest today, actually. 
Um, he writes, Despite me asking very nicely, it seems Simon is unwilling to apologise for him getting it wrong about the joke-telling robot. This means that I have no recourse but to heckle him constantly in Nottingham on Wednesday, the 27th of October. Brackets, tickets still available. I thought that was funny. <laughs> there are tickets still available. Um, in order to give him a flavour of what to expect, I've uh, sent in a few preemptive heckles. Only one uh, I've stolen from Statler and Waldorf. His first heckle is, if I wanted to... Well, maybe we should do these, yeah. and you yeah, should... Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. You, you tell a joke. Yeah. You, you start to tell a joke. Okay. Okay. So, you know how it is... Right? If I wanted poorly written jokes to make no sense, I wouldn't have cancelled my subscription to The One magazine. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, who's laughing? Because uh, you shouldn't... I, I was watching... I'm laughing at my own heckle. Okay. Anne's laughing at my heckle. You ain't laughing anymore. I, I, somebody sent me two videos today on yeah. how to deal with um, hecklers. One was Richard Herring yeah. demolishing someone, and then one was Bill Hicks, who was being very, very insulting. Right, okay. I can't repeat either of those. So, so okay. Let's assume you've put me down. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, go again. Um, has anybody else ever... You know when you came on stage in a box? Well, could you go back in the box and keep quiet, hey? <laughs> I think that's an impractical heckle. That's too long. That yeah. requires everybody to, to, to listen throughout its duration. Uh, yeah, I don't Ma- think that Maybe would this work. next one will get you. I'll put you in a box in a minute, Scanters. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> right. I don't know why I woofed to that. How? <laughs> yeah, okay. what happens? Okay. Okay. What's the difference? This isn't half bad. In fact, it's all bad! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. It was quite good, actually. Yeah. You'd have to applaud the heckler yeah. at that point. Anyway, thank you so much to no, Ben. No, thanks, Ben. I Please don't heckle us. Don't heckle us. Please don't heckle us. Uh, this is from Ed Fear. Dearest One Life Left, commiserations on no longer being the UK's best games broadcast. No you worries, Ed. No worries. We weren't robbed. Some other people were nearly robbed. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I'm writing to you today to express my joy at Steve and Anne's ever-increasing trash pop culture outbursts, which make me happy because I thought I was the only person who watched ITV2. But I'm not entirely sure about Simon's apparent disdain. Uh, even though he does play a good straight man. Like that time in Peter Andre's The Next Chapter, where Peter had a barbecue and there just happened to be some fans outside his house and he just happened to invite them in uh, to share his seared meat products. It all seemed a bit fake. See also every frame of The Only Way is Essex. I I think that more trash pop talk could net you a wider audience and perhaps more awards, or Steve and Anne could just do a spin-off. Or the episode of What Casey Did Next, where... Katie's uh, tanning machine got possessed by a ghost (laughs) and uh, the whole episode was her going look it couldn't have done this on its own you have to lock it first Uh, and uh, she got a psychic in I've Uh, got another letter and the psychic said yeah psychic said you know how I told you Katie before you moved in that there'd be ghosts on the left side of the uh, the house and she went yeah and you know how the tanning machine's on the right side of the house and Katie went yeah and she went well, ghosts are tricky like that. They'll tell me one thing. They'll... Casey went, that's... Yeah, you've got a point. They are tricky. They are tricky. They are we, tricky. Can't, we can't read out all of Ivan Cronin's um, letter, sadly. It's been censored. Uh, but he does end it by saying, Good luck with your comedy night. I'm afraid I can't make it, but I'll be thinking of you as you die on your asses on the stage. Look on the bright side. If you think you're filled with fear and anxiety now, before the show, it'll be nothing compared with the shame, humiliation and self-loathing you'll feel afterwards. Best of luck, Cronin. Uh, one final letter here. I've, I've had a really distasteful image in my head about you and cloning and Anne. Right. For, for quite a while. It's like the uh, in The Watchman. Okay. You know, when he, there's yeah. loads of him yeah. and his wife. That sounds quite hot to me. Yeah. Uh, hi, Team OLL. With your forthcoming comedy night on the horizon, I thought I'd send you the following clip as A, you might enjoy it, and B, it might be so bad you'll feel more confident about your routines on the big night in question. To explain, I'm a big sensible software fan, and I was excited to discover that Retro Gamer magazine recently put out a podcast staff interview with sensible founder John Hare. Sadly, as you can hear, the whole interview was so poorly recorded you can't make out a word. But, using my technical skills... I've cleaned up the file to reveal, to reveal the definitive John Hare interview. Hope you enjoy it. So I'm going to play that now. Well, the thing about Sensible Software for me was uh, when we started it, the main influence for me was mainly short men, you know, like very small 
men, small people, that's why there's small people in all of our games, Sensible Soccer and Megalomania and Cannon Fodder, it was all about yeah. short men. We were just, we all just bonded on that to begin with. It was just like, yeah, cards on the table, got to be short men, you know, that came first. Everything else, silly music and all the playability and stuff, really came afterwards for us. Yeah, yeah. Just really little men, kind of like as big as a nut or sort of a sugar cube that would be the ideal size man for me like I really you know it's a big influence to me small man really small like a borrower like, like really tiny like a grain of rice little man little man you know like a little like your nail like under your nail like he lives under your nail the small you know like he lives in the eye of a needle that's his home but that's like big for him he wants to move out of the needle because it's so big that small like a small man do you understand yes sensible yeah. software is about small men so, you know, people like Tom Cruise, Anton Deck, Deck especially, he's smaller, uh, Bernie Eccleston, preferably next to his big wife, so he looks very small, Jamie Cullum as well, small man, he is small, and uh, well, the biggest hero for all of us at Sensible was Dudley Moore, we oh, think of him as the ultimate small man, I mean, that's what we based all of the Sensible people on, is Dudley Moore, his exact proportions, if you look at Dudley Moore and you look at a Sensible soccer player, they're the same. I mean, like a typical day at Sensible Software would be coding all day, working on Sensible Soccer or Cannon Fodder. Then go home, watch an Arthur film, get some little Lego men out or something like that, look at them, put them far away. That's a little trick to make things look smaller. You can do that at home. So, small men. Orgasmic. Thanks, Darren. And if anyone else has any exclusive interviews <laughs> with gaming celebrities that they might have found lying around uh, somewhere yep. or made up... Yep. Um, then please, please send them to team at onelifelove.com Yes, thank you very much for your letters um, as ever, uh, do keep them coming and uh, yeah, we, in fact I was reminded I didn't send a prize out to somebody from, from uh, last year so um, it's worth writing in because sometimes we do reward you with fictional um, gifts One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. You can also find us on the internet at www.onelifeleft.com. You may want to follow our Twitter, which is twitter.com slash One Life Left. We also have, I don't know, a Facebook. Facebook. What else? Uh, the Libsyn. Email. E-mail. We've got an email. RSS feeds. We've got RSS feeds. Postal address. Oh, yeah. We've got a postal address. We just did get sent the CD, which is quite <laughs> exciting. I say we. Me and I. Uh, and you are currently listening to Through the Rainy Season uh, by Heosphorus uh, and L Power and Rush Jet One, which is excellent, I think. Good. So we've got a surprise. <laughs> Do, we? <laughs> Do you think we should let him speak now? Maybe. He's been being naughty. He's been, uh, been quiet enough for the whole show. Just sitting, watching, waiting for his time. There was something that we missed, wasn't there? Something we forgot to do at the start. Yeah, we did. Introduce, <laughs> introduce our super special guest. It's Nigel Taylor. An actual stand-up comic. Hello, Nigel. I've just been observing the magic, guys. It's been fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you got any tips? Well, what is your warm-up in five days' time? Yes, that's right. Five days. Yeah, I'd use all of those 120 hours. <laughs> I <really> would, guys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the tips, I don't want to patronise you, you're already going through the big one, you're going to be nervous. Right, how do we, we are. Yeah, so how do we how do we cope with our nerves? Well, you, can you think of anything more nerve-wracking to do? 
No. No. Mm, no. I, I've, I've bungee jumped, I've, I've parachuted. Yeah, I was nervous. First ever stand-up gig. <laughs> really? Strapped <laughs> <laughs> to a bungee again. Really? You I see, had... Anne had recovered a little bit over the last few days. She's been terrified. How did you describe it a few weeks ago? Just, uh... Like a sick feeling that wouldn't go away yeah. or something. And and recently it's become Pavlovian. Somebody just said the word joke the other day and I felt sick. <laughs> You will go through the stage, you'll come through the nausea, that will revisit you on the day. Oh, good, good. <laughs> that's the thing to look forward to. You will hit the point, if you haven't already, where you'll be learning your material, and that's lesson number one, folks. Do try and learn it. You'd be surprised mm, yeah. by some people who think they'll just remember it on the night. Really? But in the process of learning, you, you think, when did I ever think this was funny? Oh, oh, I go through been, that. I, it's, well, my problem with learning it is genuinely, I, like, I look at it and I'm bored of it. And so I don't think it's for, I'm like, I, I actually can't be bothered to keep rereading it. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to be word for word. You kind of need to be bullet point by bullet point. It's probably best if you're not word for word, isn't it? Because yeah. you don't want to look like a robot just going like, here's joke one, joke two, joke three. You've got to look a bit like it's off the cuff. Does go where, where, where I mean by learn it is, I start off with this chunk of material, which will lead to this, which will lead to this, which will lead to this, rather than, and you still see experienced comics, right, so what can I tell you next? Well, don't you know you're getting the money? <laughs> We're not getting any money, actually, I have to say. We're getting one guest list pass each. We are, yeah, maximum. <laughs> I'm going to spend mine wisely. So Trade I, it for booze. <laughs> How long ago was your, was your first gig then, Nigel? It's a very good question, I'm guessing here, but it's got to be six years. Right, and, 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 and how, how was it? Did it go down well? Um, genuinely yes, but do not take any arrogance out of that statement, because I could talk you through the next four, which didn't. Really? But the first one, but it was a bit soft, because I did a course, and don't get me wrong, there were about 80 people in the audience, in a room that could hold 90, so it felt yeah, yeah. busy and mm. full. But they were on our side, if you know what I mean. They kind of knew we were all debutantes. Right. Um, so that was a bit of a soft intro. And then I, I went down to Woking, and, and I've never been back since. <laughs> that's what they're going to be that's like the, that's the problem we've got, Nigel, that we've got a very soft intro on Saturday. We've got a room, you know, upstairs at the Blue Post. It's going to be full. It's going to be really full. But a lot of the people there, they're going to want us to be funny. Then we're going to Nottingham to a comedy club with actual comics and people who are there to see those comics. Well, yeah, OK, it's, it's chalk and cheese. Mm. That's our Woking. <laughs> It could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nottingham will be moved to Surrey from here on in. But just talk me through the actual gig, because it's a, it's a, I've not played it, but just the tonics, it's a proper venue. No yeah. two ways about it. But it's part of the game festival that's yeah. going on up there. That's right. So will it, m might it be a 50-50 audience? We're, yeah, we're hopeful. I, I mean, it, it's, it's untested. They're, they're this has never been done before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, I mean, there'll be lots of game people in Nottingham, hopefully, and um, whether they'll think it's worth spending their time and five pounds. I checked, I checked the, the Facebook event for this, and I think there are like 30 people who've said that, okay. they're coming to it, I who know. I assume are all, uh, well, three of them are us. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on our side. One of them's Keith Stewart, he likes us. Yeah. yeah. And there's a couple more we know. Above and beyond that, I think the rest of them are games people. So we know there's going to be, you know, at, at least 20 people. And on even, if, even if the MC's on and is establishing that it's... <laughs> that's that's it. Oh, dear. Oh, I don't know what to say now, guys. I said this. You're in all sorts of bother. <laughs> I said that was the hard bit. You said it'll be fine. You just say be... people's names. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're not babies. <laughs> what, you know, where are you, what's your name, where are you from? Oh, yeah. And then what? Do that 30 times. Yeah, I was going to. And then try to reverse out of that comedy cul-de-sac. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought, I mean, I told you. I went to... Um, Guys, doing your first ever st normal stand-up gig is hard. Going, doing your first one as an MC is like stepping out of the dodge and straight into Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> Even been in the Dodgem shows. <laughs> yeah, I just assumed it. I like because I went to see um, live, live at the chapel recently, and they they compare they like you need a beard, I think, a thick northern accent, which I'm going to need to. Well, Steve's northern. I don't have a beard. You don't have a beard. I don't have a beard. Well. <laughs> Um, oh, try. Yeah, and then and then you have to you have, you have to go. Come on, make some noise. Oh, God. <laughs> a, a lot, and then they do. There's an element of that, but you'll get more. They'll be more complicit with you if you bother to make them laugh. If you've yes, done Simon. what it said on the tin, they have to wait for me because my bit's not until 
fourth in or well, something like I'm that. I'm glad you'll it? have had several hours to set the mood then. <laughs> well, who's first in? I'm first. So who's first on stage? The audience. I'm sat. I'm in the audience. Who do I see first, bathed in the beautiful All light? All three of us. Okay. No, you're coming on as well. I can't introduce myself. No, but then, then you're leaving. going off while, we, while we're uh, talking to people about what jobs they do. Oh, so it's now turned into a double act MC. <laughs> this is revolutionary. I've never actually seen that before. <laughs> I don't know. I, does it count as a double act if one person's doing the talking and another one's just standing behind him going, <laughs> shaking his head? <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to put some music on and um, we're going to talk about this off air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be back shortly. <laughs> one life left on our final show probably uh, before Ever. we go to Nottingham uh, and do stand up I'm, yeah I'm, I'm really glad Nigel made it yeah, it's <laughs> really so much better <laughs> no. I'm just shedding some reality on this situation yeah. but I need that do the we? one thing I guarantee you is it'll be one of the best things you've ever done in your life yeah. you'll get such a buzz from it and you will become slightly addicted to it <laughs> we'll see we shall see reviews Simon, what have you been playing this week? Have you been playing nothing because you've been too busy learning clever one-liners for our MCing <laughs> at Nottingham Game City? No, uh, this week I've been playing Cut the Rope. Ah, ah that is what Anne played yeah, last week. Interesting. I'll be interested to see how you score, right? How the tables have turned. Yeah, uh, I didn't listen to you last week. Did you review it last week? Was yeah. I drunk? <laughs> she you genuinely reviewed it Did last you? week. Did you like it? Right, well, you should listen well, to the show. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I didn't like it, actually. Oh, it's just one of those things. Well, Can I chip in with some facts uh, that I know about this? Yeah, it's it's currently out selling Angry Birds. And, yeah, which is, a, which is another terrible game. How <laughs> <I> dare you <laughs> say. Oh, Simon. Yeah, I, well, I only bought... I haven't paid for uh, Cut the Rope yet, but I, I felt that it, it, it just once again moved on too quickly. That like, All of a sudden it's introducing more things before you've fully explored... Or learn the rules of what you're doing in the first place. You can go back then. What, <laughs> what, just play the same levels again, over yeah. and over? No, no thanks. Um, oh, it was nice. So on the one hand, you're getting bored because it's repetitive, because you're playing the same level over and over again. Yeah. On the other hand... But it only has one solution to each level. How come you can three-star those solutions? Oh, because you can pick up extra stars and, and so stuff. So it has several... It has reasons to replay. Uh, not really, no. Has, has, has not no, if you don't like stars. Yes, no, no reason. <laughs> okay, take yeah. the point then. Um, but, uh, you know, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Uh, Scanters, have you been playing any video games yeah, this week? Yeah, uh, I've played NHL 2010. 11? 11. <laughs> On the Wii. Really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't had the Wii out for a while, and I can tell you I haven't had the Wii out for a while, because when I uh, went to change the batteries in the Wiimote... Batteries had burst. There was acid everywhere. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's fine, it was dried. Oh, okay. So, so you didn't get damaged. Yeah. Um, also, I have the old Wiimote, so not a motion controller. Motion plus. plus. Yeah. Um, so it didn't work as well, which I'm is sorry. really annoying. Oh, um, this is this is turning into quite a harsh review. First, however, acid. However, secondly, non functional. Uh, you can fight in the game. Third, no. fighting. Yeah. It's brilliant. You stop the game. Uh, <coughs> You just 
fight another player? Just mm. punch them. It's, it's mostly so punching. It's, who was this by? What, what was this EA's hockey mm, game? No, I think it was 2K. 2K, yeah. okay, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, so that was brilliant. Uh, step out of the game, punch someone for a little bit, go back into the game. Okay, hockey, so you like the hockey. fighting. Imagine if the game was all fighting. Imagine. If there were fighting games, Im- they'd be fabulous. Imagine what that would be like. Mm. Yeah, um, it was fine. I should probably get a, a motion plus controller. No, no, no. I'm oh, I, I, I'm thinking of buying. <laughs> Very good. Uh, a motion plus controller. Right. Very good. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Steve, I've not been playing anything again. <laughs> again, I'm sorry. I really haven't. I've not been. I've, I've not been playing any video Why? games. Why have you fallen out of love with? Uh, no, no, no. With I have. Games. I've just been too busy playing them at work. So I've, I've not been playing anything. Yeah, and you can't talk about those. I can't can talk you? about those yet. How many dimensions uh, are the ones that you're playing at work? <laughs> uh, they're all three. They're all three. Three dimensions. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That is an exclusive. What colour are they? Um, <laughs> the one I played today. The one I played today was predominantly um, sky blue and uh, yellow. And what score oh. is it going to get when it's finished? I imagine it'll get seven out of ten because I'm bribing myself. Nigel, have you been playing anything? Do you want to step in and fill Steve's shoes? Angry Birds, level five. Really? Flying through it. But I will say there's too much of a random element to yeah, some abso- of them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a problem. I was, actually, I saw you um, pleading with people on Facebook about wanting a solution for one of the levels. I either got the solution or the phone went out the window. It was <laughs> as simple as that. Uh, what, what's, what score would you give it? On a value for money basis, ten. Fifty-nine pence? You don't even get chewing gum for that nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever listened to the show before, Nigel? Oh, is it seven? This is episode 134 of One Life Left. Uh, if Anne had been on any episodes before this one, she would have known to go, this is One Life Left on Resonance 104. Oh yeah, this is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and that was music. This is Realm by uh, Jim Appel. I should have mentioned, I think, before that we played uh, Rise and Shine by Tony Ty. It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> Some enthusiasm for our musical, uh, musical guests, well, please. You know it's not really my cup of tea. Poor singing. Don't know enough of that. Uh, so you were just asking about heckles, weren't you? I was, yeah. I, I was I, like uh, Nigel. Obviously, um, y- you had some public transport issues today, didn't you? So we 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 haven't got the full use out of you as we should have done. No, I tried to go from Waterloo East to uh, London Bridge, which is about six hundred yards, and ended up going forty-five miles to seven hours. <laughs> but think of the value, folks. <laughs> so uh, we were. T- I was just asking him because we don't have um, as much time on the show to chat to him. But yeah, we we're just talking about hecklers. Yeah, not as common as you might think. Um, we, but in your experience, do people email you in advance and tell you that they're going to heckle you? Because that's <laughs> what they've been doing here. <laughs> no, but I don't have the profile of you. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's that could be a bit tricky. Right. The problem is, you will hear something, but you, you, you it'll sound a bit muffled to you because you're a bit hyper. And they might, there's a difference between heckling and them thinking they're helping and joining in. Right. But you'll assume they're heckling and have told you some very rude words, and you will probably slam them down hard. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if all they did was to try and join in and you slam them down, the rest of the audience will then turn against you for being a horrible, oh, brutal man. Oh, Nigel Taylor, I wish you hadn't come. <laughs> I spent all day working out how I was going to break you through. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
I've, I've rarely, rarely been heckled, and, and it's it's a it's a rarer ph- phenomenon than you might think. Okay. Excellent. Well, you... that's my mindset. <laughs> now I'm totally fine with this. Do you know any video game jokes? It's no. Harder <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's harder than you think. It's harder than you think. You could do the, the Mario one about, um, ooh, when did I stop doing this? Uh, I think I said, you know, the Game Boy came out in November, first Mario game came out in June, how much more proof do you want is a plumber? <laughs> yes, thank you for sniggering. That, that, was, that, that takes me back. That's what the audience used to do, a polite guffaw. How'd you get Pikachu on a bus? I don't know. Pokemon. <laughs> Gets funnier. Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. I tried to do that word today again. I said, how'd you get Pokemon on the bus? I mean, Pikachu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Need to get that one right. Man, that one, it'll be fine. Yeah. Be fine. Um, oh. It's nearly the end of the show. We've got a while. We've got, we have some other things which can tick off of our checklist of things we should talk about. Yeah, um, I noticed Jonathan Smith's um, opening Game City uh, two o'clock on the Wednesday. We should go. Is he going to have some big scissors? Isn't it, is there going to be a ribbon? No, I think he's playing with Lego, obviously. Oh, for goodness yeah, exactly. Give it up. Okay. Okay. Um, but we should go to that. So if you're in Nottingham on the Wednesday at two o'clock, you will see us there. What else crying. are we doing at Game City? We're going on the Guardian uh, podcast every day, aren't we? You did. I'm glad you can remember that bit of the GMAs where you promised to Keith Stewart that we would get up at half nine every day. Yeah. If he thanked us. Yeah. He did it. And he thanked us. So uh, we're doing that. Um, The Braid Man's up there. I probably need to steer clear of him, don't I? Limbo lot are there. Oh, dear. I think they are. I think they are. Maybe. Uh, And there's lots of art stuff. Right. Uh, a friend of the show, Dolinsky's done something. Oh, good. Yeah. I've, I've, not in, I've not insulted him, have I? So I can mm, go and see Dolinsky. Don't know. There's various. There's loads of stuff going on. We were going out and drinking. If you know anywhere to do karaoke in Nottingham, let us know because we can't find anywhere. And not a pub in front of people because <laughs> I think we'll have had enough of that experience. Yeah, uh, talking of drinking, uh, we went to a listener's uh, birthday party at the weekend, didn't we? We did. Uh, that was very, very exciting. Happy birthday, Bex. Bex. And you came up with Beck. You, it... I was calling her Bex on the night. So that's a callback. Yeah. That's a valid comedy device, exactly. rather than you just being a bit rude. Yeah. Uh, you came up with an idea for a feature, didn't I you? I did, yeah. So What's this, that feature? That's, listeners, if you're having a party, we will come. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, just um, if you just send us through the dates, we'll let you know what we're up to, and then we'll see you there. I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> so, listeners, if you... Uh, if you want to invite us to your party <laughs> for no reason or obvious benefit to you, uh, email team at onelifelove.com. And uh, what else have we got here? Oh, Connect Lineup. We yeah. chat about 17 games coming out in the US, 19 in the UK. What does that mean? Uh, we were just going to shrug our shoulders, weren't we? Well, I was. Well, that doesn't work on the radio. But that's why, yeah. Uh, uh, lots of dancing games, yeah. lots of sports games. There you go. There's some analysis for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, our last show then. Our last show before it happens. Um, it's been nice knowing you. Yeah. It's been, it's been good, hasn't it? It's going to be strange having something else to talk about, isn't it? Although, actually... Do you have anything else to talk about? No, apart from going to listen to parties. Mm. Mm. Let's get that going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure any of them will want us after what happens no. in Nottingham. Anyway. So, good luck, team. Uh, yeah, good luck, all of you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Nigel. Yes. No, Thank guys, gr- great luck with it. You, it. It will change you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it will. That is a bit, yeah... Scars do that, don't they? That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you to all of our contributors today, uh, all of the musicians, and Derek, as always. Uh, if you want to be in touch with us, teamwhatonlifelove.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, so this is it. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Bye. bye. <laughs>